Hello everyone, and welcome to the Lightning Bug Lounge. I'm your learning guide, Hollyberry, and I'm so happy you're here. We are going to have so much fun learning and growing together. Lightbulb Trivia! Today's Lightbulb Trivia is, these marine animals are known for their symmetrical and spiny bodies. Now, why don't you all ruminate on this light bulb? And when we come back, I'll illuminate more on this fun fact. Hey there, friends, and how do you do? We're happy you're here to learn a thing or two. A place where science and music abound. We hope you'll stick around at the Lightning Bug Lounge. Yeah! Ah, and welcome back. And how did we do? Does anyone have an idea about which marine animals are known for their symmetrical and spiny bodies? That's such a good question. I have no idea. Turn to a learning pal or tell yourself what you think. I'll play a little mood music while you share. Okay, learning pals, time to turn on the light bulb. The marine animals who are known for their symmetrical and spiny bodies are... Echinoderms! Echino what? Here, say that with me. Echinoderms. Let's creep a little further onto the seafloor of knowledge with those fascinating facts. Good idea. Echinoderms are a group of bottom-dwelling marine animals in the taxonomic phylum Echinodermata, which includes sea stars, uh -huh. brittle stars, mm. sea urchins, oh. sand dollars, uh. and sea cucumbers. Ooh. Echinoderm means spiny skin. Well, that makes sense. Consider a sea star or sea urchin. Though one looks like a round pincushion and the other is the shape of a star, they both are covered in spines. That is so true. This is a very distinctive feature in almost all echinoderms. What purpose might their spiny skin have? I think I know this. Take a minute to talk it over with a learning pal or a grown-up, or tell yourself what you think. I don't move too fast, but I've got spines. So how do you think they help me to survive? Boop! And we're back! Yay! What did you come up with, learning pals? What purpose do you think an echinoderm's spiny skin has in their survival? Exfoliation? If you said for protection from predators, uh -huh. congratulations! That is correct! Yes! Learning pals, have you ever seen a sea star or sea urchin? Either in real life or on your TV or computer? How do they move? Do they swim using fins like a fish? Do they use jet propulsion like a cephalopod? No! In fact, sometimes, most times, it's hard to even see them move. That's because of the thousands of teeny tiny tube feet 
that they use to move. Because of their slow locomotion, their spiny skin helps to deter would-be predators from eating them. That's clever. Who would want to swallow a pincushion? Ouch. That's facts. (laughs) Well, that is riveting. So riveting, in fact. I feel a song coming on. (laughs) As you listen to this song, I invite you to consider the sandy bottom of the ocean. Mm. Perhaps you've waded out to where the water is at your knees. A warm tropical breeze is blowing as you walk around shallows, squinching your toes as you go. (laughs) Suddenly, you feel something under your foot. At first, you think it must be a rock or a shell. Of course. When you bend down to grab it, you are surprised to find a sand dollar in your grasp. How exciting! You keep it in the water as you examine and feel its coarse yet gorgeous purple skin. As you place it back where you felt it, you consider, what else must be down on or under the sandy bottom? All right, let's Get singing. Along the sandy bottom, among the weeds and shells, I saw a bank of sand dollars who chose the spot to dwell. Some were on the sand, while others were in a Mysterious are the 
fun song. Uh I love how I got to hear a little about the different echinoderms that live along the ocean floor. And that island type of music really took me to the tropics. Same. What about you? Totally. All right, everyone. It's that time to introduce a very special guest in our segment called... We decided to travel to a tide pool off the central coast of California to talk with this spiny friend. Please, let's put our hands together, friends, for Spike, the sea urchin. Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Of course, and thank you, Spike. We are so prickled <laughs> that you're here. Tee, good one, Hollyberry. I always enjoy your puns. <laughs> Thanks. So, Spike, you are a sea urchin and are part of the fascinating phylum of sea creatures known as echinoderms. What does that mean? Oh, of course, of course. Great question, Hollyberry. As you stated during light bulb trivia, echinoderm literally means spiny skin. Now, that doesn't mean that we echinoderms are the only animals with spines or spikes, but it does mean that it is a feature we mostly have in common. I see. So, Spike, I noticed you said mostly have in common, though. Well, yes. Just like anything in life, Hollyberry, there are always exceptions. <laughs> and in this case, sea cucumbers typically do not have spiny skin. However, there are a few species who do. Most, however, are smooth. Huh, that's interesting, Spike. So most species of sea cucumbers do not have spiny skin. And let's face it, all of you echinoderms couldn't look more different from each other. And yet, you are all still part of the phylum Echinodermata. Why is that? Yes, that is very true, Hollyberry. We all have very unique appearances from each other. But there are other unique traits we commonly share that relates us all together. I'm all ears. Well, the biggest one is something you mentioned in your light bulb trivia earlier. Oh, yes, of course. Are you talking about your symmetrical bodies? That's exactly right, Hollyberry. Wonderful. Learning pals, one of the most fascinating features of echinoderms is their radial symmetry. Spike, can you please explain what that means? Well, sure, I'd be glad to. Let's break that term into parts to help our learning pals out. That's a great idea, Spike. Please continue. Sure. Let's start with the word radial, which means having parts arranged in straight lines coming from the center of a circle. Oh, I get it. 
So you mean if I drew a dot in the center of a circle, also known as the radius of a circle, and then drew straight lines from the center outward, that would be radial? Like a bicycle wheel with the spokes all coming from the center of the wheel? Yes, that's exactly correct, Hollyberry. Wow, that's so cool. And symmetry? What does the word symmetry or to be symmetrical mean? No problem, Hollyberry. Symmetry or to be symmetrical means having the ability to split or divide an object into two or more identical pieces. Consider a triangle. If you fold a triangle in half, it will be divided into two identical or symmetrical parts. They are exactly the same. Yes, that's right, of course. So then putting those words together, radial symmetry, that means that all echinoderms are made up of identical parts that grow out from the center of our bodies. Full stop, what? No way. Way. Also, most echinoderms have pentamerous radial symmetry, which means our radial symmetry is in groups or parts of five. Oh, of course, l like a sea star. That is amazing. So then, theoretically, does that mean you could lose a section of your body and it would be identical to the other parts? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Well, I can understand that with the stars because their arms are visible to us. But what about you sea urchins, sand dollars, and sea cucumbers? You urchins and sand dollars are round and sea cucumbers are oblong. How can you possess pentamerous radial symmetry? Ah, yes. That is a very good and also common question. But just because you can't see it that well on the outside doesn't mean it isn't there. Wow, my mind is blown. And there's more. Oh, yes. We are also able to regenerate limbs and organs. Stop it, for real? For real. If we lose a limb or other vital body part, we are able to regrow that part. And thanks to our radial symmetry, we are able to survive without that body part or limb while it regrows. Oh my goodness. Echinoderms are truly remarkable creatures. Learning pals, can you imagine what it would be like if we humans could regenerate limbs or organs? If you could regenerate a limb or other body part, what would it be and why? Think it over or discuss with a fellow learning pal or grown-up. If I lost my pointer finger, I would be so sad. But if I could regrow it, it wouldn't be that bad. Boop. And we're back. What did you come up with, Learning Pals? So, Spike, 
We have learned that echinoderms typically have spiny skin, move using hundreds of small structures called tube feet, have radial symmetry, and can regenerate limbs or other vital body parts. Is there anything you would like to share with us about your phylum mates before we push off? Well, yes, actually. I just wanted to mention a couple more interesting tidbits about us echinoderms that I thought our learning pals might find interesting. The sea floor <laughs> is yours. <laughs> Thanks, Holly Berry. You see, our radial symmetry is central to everything about how we live and survive. Please go on. Well, we survive on a system called the water vascular system. The water vascular system? Yes. Think of it this way. You humans have all kinds of systems in your bodies that work together in order for you to survive. Your circulatory system to move blood through your body, your respiratory system to move air through your body, your digestive system to absorb nutrients from food, and so on and so forth. Okay, Spike, I'm following so far. Let me just check in on our learning pals. Learning pals, we humans are very complex living things that require different systems in our bodies to do different jobs to keep us alive. Spike just mentioned three, our circulatory system, respiratory system, and digestive systems. Okay, Spike, please continue. Thank you, Hollyberry. As I was saying, where you humans and other complex organisms have many different systems in your bodies with very specific jobs to do, we echinoderms are very unique in that we only have one water vascular system, which does everything we need to survive. Wait, I'm sorry, what? One system? Well, yes. And of course, we aren't the only living things out there capable of surviving with one system. But having a water vascular system is strictly an echinoderm trait. I'm speechless. So how does it work? Clearly it requires water? Well, mostly yes. You see, none of us echinoderms have hearts or brains. And our water vascular system is what gives us the ability to move. The tube feet take in the water and use tiny muscles to push the water through little canals that are throughout our entire bodies. It allows for us to flush out our waste, capture food, and breathe, if you will. This is fascinating. Just incredible. Spike, I am embarrassed to say that Though I have always found echinoderms beautiful and even mysterious, I really wasn't aware of how very special you are. Well, thanks for that, Hollyberry. Yes, I know. I realize that most folks probably think of us as the animals stuck to rocks or the bottom of the sea, not really moving and just kind of sitting there and looking pretty. <laughs> but we really are a marvel. 
and there is so much to learn from us. Absolutely. Well said, Spike. Well, I noticed the tide is coming in, which means we should probably head back to shore. Thank you again, Spike, for taking the time to share your knowledge and experience with us. Certainly, Hollyberry, and thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Till next time. Wow, learning pals, I am still reeling from what we learned from Spike today. What about you? Well, it's about that time for us to sign off as well. I'll leave you with an imaginativity. Today, we learned about echinoderms, this enchanting phylum of marine creatures who have very unique features that make them masters of survival in their own right. They are radially symmetrical and have one water vascular system they use to survive. They can regenerate or regrow limbs and other body parts and typically have spiny skin to help protect them from predators. Upon first glance of one of these wonders, perhaps you wouldn't think much of them other than their beauty. With that, can you now think of another living thing, animal, plant, or fungi that you have overlooked in some way? Maybe dismissed it as just being there? I invite you to take a moment and consider something in nature, something that perhaps you have never given much attention or thought to, and give a moment to thinking about it. How it eats, protects itself, moves, breathes, survives. If it is something you don't know much about, find time to learn about it. From books, Google, a podcast, <laughs> and if during this reflecting and inquiry, you feel so inclined, you can send me an email to lightningbuglounge at gmail.com and request a show dedicated to the living thing you have decided you want to learn more about. Until then, keep exploring, keep questioning, and keep sharpening your tools of knowledge. I'd like to say thank you to Spike the Sea Urchin and all of you learners and grown-ups for tuning in to www.noaa.gov for information regarding echinoderm tube feet and locomotion, to Wikipedia regarding the water vascular system of echinoderms, and www.sealifeparkhawaii.com regarding pentamerous radial symmetry in echinoderms. For more information related to this episode and additional learning activities and resources, including a list of the vocabulary from today, please visit the Lightning Bug Lounge Facebook and Instagram pages at Lightning Bug Lounge. This show theme song, and original song, Along the Sandy Bottom, were written, performed, and produced by me, Holly Berry. And I'll leave you with a joke. Woo! What did the sea urchin say to the rambling sand dollar? Oh no, this will be funny. You don't make any sense! Till next time. Bye-bye.